Welcome to Kitchen Table Conversations, a series of short and shareable conversation starters for those of us who have or love and support people with a complicated and beautiful brain. Here's your host, Angela Geddes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Kitchen Table Conversations. Today, our topic is going to be around keeping our brain as healthy as it can be. We're here today to keep the conversation going around wellness and what we all can do personally to keep us as healthy as we can be. And this means all across the lifespan, beginning with pregnancy and on into our very later years. These kitchen table conversations are all about sharing some tips and some ideas that can help inspire all of us. It's about doing whatever we can to live our best life. And for those of you who know me, you will understand that I'm very interested in prevention. And that's part of the reason why I've started these kitchen table conversations. I've recognized very early on that doing a little planning in order to ensure that we have the best possible outcome is well worth the investment. This goes from planning something large like a family vacation or just a simple trip to the mall with your kiddos. And also It involves planning and being intentional around our own mental and physical health. So it's also no surprise that I'm very passionate in helping to reduce both the incidences and the impact of prenatal exposures, and that could be alcohol or marijuana or, of course, other more illicit substances. I also know that it's not always as simple as just spreading that message. We have to spread it in ways that that will allow it to be heard. And we also have to consider that there are many reasons why people use various substances. And addiction is real. And so is lack of awareness. There are also many mixed messages and people, including healthcare professionals, deny this evidence or are not as up to date with it as maybe they could or should be. And this is why discussions around our own kitchen tables can be so very powerful. This way, we can learn a little more and all of us can do our part. And why would we not want to do our part? Obviously, life can be difficult enough on its own. And so, of course, we all want to give our babies and our kids and our loved ones the best possible chance for the best possible outcomes. Mental health is a huge concern, and the last few years dealing with COVID has certainly magnified many of the issues surrounding what we all know can negatively impact our mental and physical health. There is also a direct link, I think it's really important for all of us to know, between prenatal alcohol exposures and mental health in general. So prenatal alcohol exposure does not always lead to FASD but it still can compromise brain development and certainly can impact our mental health. Please help me spread this important message. Because things like COVID, those kinds of things, can't we can't control them. We have to just deal with them and learn as we go. Prenatal alcohol exposure and prenatal exposure to marijuana and, as I said, any other illicit drug, we can prevent um, these incidences if people are aware and supported in a good way. So again, this will be of no surprise to many of you who know me or certainly know my work. I am particularly interested in supporting individuals and families who experience things like complicated mental health, sometimes learning difficulties, 
Sometimes things like anxiety, depression, PTSD, trauma, and especially complicated neurodevelopmental disorders, which include fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And all of these conditions impact our daily functioning, and sometimes memory to varying degrees. And some forms of trauma that result in a form of brain injury can be more permanent in nature. And this can be really hard. However, I think a topic around our kitchen table this week can begin with some positive and hopeful news about the fact that our brains never have to stop growing. We've all heard the phrase that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and we kind of have this assumption that our brains stop growing and that we just deal with what we have, and in fact, we kind of expect some decline over time. And although some brains may be more challenged than others, it is important to know that focused efforts on particular areas of challenge, for example, mood, memory, planning, and executive functioning, maybe impulsivity, some concentration, etc., can prove to be quite beneficial over time. So we can teach old dogs some new tricks. In our last episode, we spoke of simple things that we can do to improve our mood, And this week, we'll offer some suggestions as to how we can keep our brains as sharp as they can be. These activities can help to grow our brains in certain areas, and we all can do a better job of honing in on some of the things that we do really well and enhance some of those areas. Studies show that even patients with dementia can develop areas of real strength, often in very creative ways. I read an article yesterday about a village in the UK that is specifically designed for people with Alzheimer's, and they have found that people with memory problems can do very well if they are involved in something that they really enjoy, and that there is more freedom to explore some of these domains. For example, there was a patient who could remember 18 new songs for a musical performance, yet still struggled with more common things like what she ate yesterday, or where she placed some personal belongings. So this is very hopeful messaging to me. Let's keep our brains growing. And this works for people with conditions and known diagnoses that impact the brain and its function. It's not about improving our IQ. That remains pretty static. But brain training can improve things like working memory, our ability to concentrate, and our ability to sort of control a little bit more some of our impulsivity issues and things like that. Number one on the list is to get your body moving. The evidence is very clear. Whether it's high intensity interval training or yoga, find something that you like and keep it going. There is proven evidence that this helps to build volume in parts of the brain responsible for memory and planning. And that's huge. There is tremendous value in continuing to learn new things. But let's keep in mind the benefit of setting ourselves up to win. In other words, let's train our brain and not strain our brain. We have to consider things that we will engage with and we will appreciate and enjoy the learning. If the task is out of reach, then it can compound some other issues. For example, our view of ourself, our confidence level, It can make us feel pretty lousy about ourselves and just really, you know, kind of put us in a low mood. So we have to be aware of that too. I am also a yoga teacher trained in what's referred to as Maya Act, which is Mindful Yoga Acceptance Commitment Therapy and Training. 
So I have long understood the benefit of slowing down our breathing and taking some control over our busy thoughts. I have always referred to them as little mental vacations. And I've always been really fascinated by the science behind the fact that our body responds to the peacefulness that we found in our imagination, just as it would if we were there. So if we if we imagine ourselves lying on the beach, sometimes we can really, you know, engage in that process and start to smell some of the familiar smells and listen for the sounds of the water and and actually feel the sun against our skin. So it's important to remember as much as we can respond positively to more positive emotional memories, our body also responds to painful memories as if we are reliving it as well. So this can also be really powerful. So it's always good to be aware of that. And it's also really good to be aware of the fact that we can only focus on one thought at a time. And so when when one thought is not serving us well, we can politely sort of ask it to leave and let it go for the time being and replace some of our thoughts with more positive emotional moments and memories. We can interrupt some of our negative thoughts. Some of my grandparents had elementary school educations, um, but they remained pretty sharp as a tack. And my one grandmother in particular felt that her um, mindfulness and her ability to stay kind of sharp was due to her daily participation in crossword puzzles and her frequent playing of card games and games like Yahtzee, which helped to keep her math skills up. As a young child, I remember I would try to win by counting my end score in the Yahtzee game quicker than her. But it never happened. She was so fast. There are a few other things that we can all do also to help build healthier brains. And obviously what we eat and drink matters. How much sleep we get and the quality of it matters, as does our social connections. Ongoing opportunities to have conversations with others matter. And as as I mentioned in earlier episodes, isolation has negative health impacts. So I encourage all of you to do what you can to stretch your comfort level and do what you can to interact safely within your circle of friends, family, neighbors, and community members. Maybe join a club, learn, or exercise with others. And this will help up your chances to follow through and it will lead to more, possibly more enjoyment, particularly if you really enjoy the crowd that you're with. You may just meet one of your newest best friends. So that's all for this episode, everyone. Um, As always, if you appreciate hearing these messages, please feel free to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And also feel free to share this within your circles. And again, if there's any topic areas that you would like covered, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can connect with me through my website or through various social media platforms. We love hearing how these short little episodes can have such an impact for so many. Also, feel free to check in on my website as you will find a little summary of today's episode with a few additional links to further your learning. With many thanks, Angela. Angela.